podcast. Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Blind Refs Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Nate, Nick, Brian, and it is Halloween week. To start off this week, our first video of the week, we are actually going to do our thoughts of last week, our thoughts going ahead, and kind of just up to date on what we think of college football and the current status of college football, really, I guess. So, uh, Nick, I haven't started with you yet, so why don't uh, you start? You no, I didn't. Yeah, because it was Nate. Oh, yeah, but like, I didn't record, and so... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I never go first. Um, I don't care. I'll go first. <laughs> Good, go. Good. Um, Texas beat Baylor, so that's pretty cool. Um, Nate, uh, thoughts on that? Baylor didn't look very good. See, I didn't get to watch that game. Looks like I a didn't... team that hasn't practiced all year, right? Because they haven't? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good news is uh, Lovett and Ebner are back with the team. Yeah, so I thought they were quitting. They opted out, and then Dave Aranda sat down and talked with them. Oh, hey, guys. No. Don't pull Larry so, Crouch. So you weren't, you weren't there, Tony. The best part about that game is the um, the spread's 10 and a half. And uh, it's, it's, it gets down to 12 points um, in the fourth quarter. So it made it a little bit interesting. Um, but what, uh, Nick taking them covering? Nick took them covering. Nate took, Nate, Nate took Baylor straight up. So it would have been better if Nate would have took the points. I got bad advice. I didn't tell you to do that. I didn't say you. Then, you were Then what do you mean bad advice? <laughs> I'm just saying. You just said bad advice. You didn't say it was you. Why did yeah. you assume it was you? Because <laughs> yeah. Brian gives everybody did, advice. Did, did you give bad advice this weekend too, Nick? From some people? Triple B. Yeah. Bad, bad, Brian. <laughs> bad pick Brian is what we call it. Bad, 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 bad Brian. You get it right. It's Triple B, Nate. No, bad bet no, Brian. No, I won oh, bad bit Brian. So, bad bet Brian. Uh, yeah. But uh, triple. B. But it, it did make it, it did make it interesting a little bit. It was fun. It was fun to to go and actually gamble and. How was that Indiana Penn State game? Because did you take Penn State covering? I took no, Penn State. I, I I did that. I, I, I took I took the six points from Penn State. Uh, that made it really. That was an awesome game. See, I didn't. awesome finish. I think we, I got to watch. We the had we had footage of that, didn't we? We posted. Yeah, yeah that was on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty exciting because like. This is what it reminded me of, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so, the the Penn State game was pretty pretty interesting, just because Indiana pretty much had that game covered all the way up until the fourth quarter, yeah. like you know when good teams come back. I mean, right. you knew Penn State was gonna come back, and then uh, they scored when they shouldn't have and took a eight point seven point lead. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, or no, it's eight point lead. It was I like eight, eight point because they went for two. Yeah. I like their coach is saying, "Screw it, we're going for the win." That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when they wheeled out the the two point the two point try when they lined up on offense, Nick's like, "Who cares, Brian? You won the bet." And yeah, you won either way. Yeah, yeah Brian is pacing. Brian's pacing around like, "Dude, you already won the bet. Who cares if they get this two point or not?" Yeah, but the bad part He's is, like, oh yeah, if they would have went to second overtime, all Penn State had to do was score. You know. Um, right. And kick an extra point if Indiana Yeah, because how big was that when that guy ran in for a touchdown from yeah. Penn State? He didn't yeah. want to, and it was, he ran it, it in. It was a big deal because, well, no, I, a, I, a first I, down would have almost ended that game. First yeah. down would have been okay. That's why, yeah, but he, you if, could if tell. He, if he would have just fell down. Because Indiana wanted him to score. Yeah, yeah they tried. You could see their linebackers yeah. just run away from him. Well, one, one guy put his arms up like yeah. touchdown. He was like, he's like yeah, touchdown, yeah. touchdown. But that, that worried me because then I lost my bet. Yeah. So I'm like, God, and Indiana's not going to go down and that, kick That's what I'm goal. saying. How huge was that? Well, if like, he would have just fell down and only got the first down, I would have won the bet. Oh, you would. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So I, I would have won if he Minus did. Minus the it, bet was it if we get away from the bet. Yeah. <laughs> Going yeah. into the game. So so very controversial ending. Uh, 
You know, they reviewed the two-point conversion and everything. With That's their, a ballsy play by that quarterback, With their though. two camera angles. Yeah. And how do you not get a down-the-line shot? That's been the, the question that you know for like, football forever now. ESPN can put cameras in it, but we can't give the same access to the refs. Yeah. I thought no they sense. had all the same access. No. No. Oh, really? Some games have the pylon cameras. Yeah, some, some games don't. don't. It's don't weird. It's it's dumb. But it was a great game. Great go for two. We were talking about we wish we would have saw Texas do that against Oklahoma. Yeah, because um, I think Texas wins that game if they go for two in the yeah. first or second overtime. Mm-hmm. But but it was it was a fun game to I watch. I thought it was the fourth quarter they could have went for two, too, right? Yeah. Two Potentially, also. but you kind of want to just go for the tie right there to see what you can do in overtime. But well, how much time was left? All right. That's, that was weeks yeah. ago. 12 but seconds or so? The, the best part about it is, uh, like, as a fan who doesn't have a team playing right now, like, I'm just rooting for chaos. Just chaos right. sitting in the fan, and I know me and Nate talked about that a lot. Um, but I think I, I still think, have a team and I'm rooting for chaos. I mean, as a, <laughs> I do. I, I think, yeah, me and Brian were really high on Indiana this game, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it, and, that, and that's why I was so confident in betting it. Um, and I also told you I was going to take Rutgers. Didn't I say that? I said I was going to take – you said, oh, you're going to take Rutgers, too? I said, yeah, I'll take Rutgers. Who, what was the well, other you said just... you were listing upsets, and I said, yeah. is Rutgers really an upset? Though? Well, I mean, where were these upsets when you did our parlay? I mean, you – Okay, okay. Back well, to the betting. Yeah, here we go. Triple B. Why? In the... Okay, anyway, let's go. Wait, <laughs> I mean, Nebraska team... cost us, and then another the, the te- kicker another, was Florida State. Another team that was interesting was uh, Notre Dame putting it on Pittsburgh. At the beginning yeah. of the season, I thought Pittsburgh was pretty decent. Wasn't team. their quarterback gone this game, though? I I think he's out. Your quarterback doesn't play defense. They gave up 45 points. Wow. Fool's gold. Yeah, yeah and Pitt's defense at the beginning of the year looked really they good. They were really good. I liked it. I, I liked that Notre Dame actually finally showed up. Yeah, that, that was Notre Dame's first like, complete you know, game. They what, scored only 12 points last week against Louisville. Yeah, 12-7 to 7 was so, the final score. Well, yeah, well, the other reason why we... And Ohio State plays one Louisville. game and ends yeah. up jumping them, so they're going to have to play like that now that more and more conferences are like with... The Pac-12 starting what next weekend? Uh, next, next, next Friday, I think. Is next first Friday. Game. Next, not this Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. No, November seventh, you're right. Yeah. Or whatever it is. November sixth. And they don't play yeah. Clemson until the end of the year, so. Yeah, it gets interesting. I don't think Notre Dame's anywhere close to where Clemson, what Clemson is. Yeah, but uh, I, I feel like if you can keep somebody close in the fourth with a COVID year. I mean, you might be able to take. I Clemson's mean, playing teams really close. Like you said, it, like the better. One game. Well, even this, even uh, two games, two games. Two Virginia games. was pretty close. Well, the Syracuse game was close. It was halfway through the third, and then they then just they had two off. turnovers. That's yeah. right, because I remember say, I remember yeah. telling you guys it was, it was like it was uh, Syracuse is winning right yeah. now. It was twenty-seven twenty-one. They were never winning. It was twenty-seven twenty-one. No, Clemson, they were down. Yes, yeah, and then Clemson scored twenty yeah. on answer. Yeah, because of oh, two I said, turnovers. Yeah, I said they were down six or something, and yeah. then all of a sudden it was yeah, like because of two turnovers. So, I don't know. They're they're definitely good, but I I just think if like a team like Notre Dame or anything like that can take Clemson in the fourth quarter. It could get interesting because Clemson doesn't play many games in the fourth quarter. Where's it quarter. at? That, one, that one's at Notre Dame, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I believe That's a huge game. game. Yeah. That's going to be a real big game. And then they could play each other again, right? Because they take the, the top. The ACC championship. Yeah. They're taking the top two, aren't they? Yeah. In the ACC? Yeah. I'm not sure what they're doing. I don't know if, I'll, I don't know if it's um, by I, division or just top two. I think it is just top two. I think, I think it's, it's the top, top two. two. That's what the SEC is not, though. They're by division. The SEC just does yeah or the same yeah keep it the same keep it normal yeah so but notre dame did surprise me because they actually came out and played a complete game with a game that i thought they could potentially not play a complete game against but they, Pitt, yeah. yeah they rolled pit so uh, 
So who took Minnesota this week? Brian took Minnesota. I think I got talked into taking Michigan. I Brian, Michigan. Nick, and Nate all took Minnesota. Woo! Tony took Michigan, uh, and Stacy took Michigan. So like that game. <clears throat> I mean, so two things that I saw, and granted, I got to watch more of the evening games because I had to work all day. But like first, uh, Cincinnati just putting it on. Like I thought they just unleashed in the they first. They looked real. They looked, they looked they look really good. good. I mean, great head coach. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we questioned their defense, right? Like, who did they really have no, to play? I didn't question their defense. I questioned I Well, I mean, as a group, like, it was kind of a question mark. I wanted to see how they would perform they, against uh, a high-powered, high-powered offense. offense. Yeah. Who? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and they looked good. They looked very good. I had me. money on Cincinnati to win this game. Did you? Yeah. I, picked, I think I picked SMU in our picks, but I picked yeah, I Cincinnati. Yeah, you said you were going to do that. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, on their, was, I'm on their bandwagon now. I am, too. They looked good. So, going back to that michigan minnesota game yeah so so it looked like it was a complete michigan blowout but if you look after the first quarter it was 21 to 7 and then they literally scored seven points every quarter both teams except for the fourth quarter yeah so it was closer than people think but michigan just jumped out so far ahead in the first that it was minnesota trying to play catch up yep so otherwise it was seven point both teams had seven points in the second both teams had seven points in the third michigan had seven in the fourth and minnesota had none um, the sure. ACC is going to be win percentage, so top yeah, two. top two. So it is. So they could, yep. potentially. So, I mean, unless North Carolina. North Carolina, I mean, at least they finally, like, did what they were supposed to do. It wasn't this, oh, God, we let them come back in the fourth quarter and score 35 points yeah. and stuff. So North Carolina actually looked like a North Carolina team that should be winning and doing well. Um, uh, it's Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Yeah. That was a good game. So it, it was close. It got closer at the end because Iowa State scored it less than a minute but it was really i didn't think it was that close to be honest with you three I point mean, game well it finished three points but it was 10 the whole game yeah here here's my thing and again i i, I didn't Seven, get to watch as much yeah. so i kind of just paid attention to the score as i went i mean none of the teams that oklahoma state and this kind of foreshadowing into picks and stuff like that have they really played a high powered offense up until Who? now oklahoma state um not really tulsa has a pretty good offense. first game of the year though First yeah. game of the year only scored seven points. We still don't know. That's uh, why I think this week could be fun. No, they haven't. I mean, they held Tulsa to seven points. Because Iowa State hasn't put up a lot of points. So They've scored, like, what, 21, 30, 28? 30, I think, is the most. Iowa, that's that's Iowa State, though. Yeah. yeah. That's their football. That's what I'm saying. The thing that I'm surprised the most about Oklahoma State is their defense. Yeah. Iowa State's I didn't think they'd have a good. Twice in 31. Yeah. Oklahoma State's Everybody was high on their defense. offense this year. Yeah. And their defense is playing well. 21 Oklahoma to Iowa State. State. Seven to Tulsa. This is the most points they've allowed. 21 points. They allowed 13 against West Virginia. They're averaging like 12 and a half points a game yeah. or something. I think it's like a number one scoring defense. In and I know they've only played four games now, but but their 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 defense is probably my biggest surprise. Um, but they play, the you know, I mean, West Virginia is not that great um, offensively. Right. No. Kansas isn't that great offensively. Right. Um, I mean, Iowa State. I mean, moved the ball on them. Uh, Brees Hall I mean, had 185 yards rushing. I, and Iowa State's not bad either. Uh, no. I mean, 9.2 yards of carry for Brees Hall. Wow. So, what about BYU? They just keep winning. There might be someone crush. So they got a bye week this week, and they're winning by a lot. And they're winning. They're by winning by a lot. lot. But they're playing lot. nobody. Yeah, they are. But they're doing what they need to do. They, right. They are. So, could they be 
get in over Cincinnati. I don't think so. Not if Cincinnati wins. Cincinnati out. has way more quality opponents than they've yeah. beaten so far. Correct. Correct. That's my only. Thing. That's the, yeah. That's the only thing. Yes. But they're I, not far behind in the polls. But them beating SMU like they beat 12. SMU was, I think, a statement game. Now, granted, they have to do a oh, similar thing this 11. like the rest of the year. Um, but what'd you say? Because someone. They got a, I mean, they got Boise State on a Friday. Are you looking at, at that BYU so, schedule? Yeah. I mean, they remain. They don't have as many games left. They have four games left. So Western the, Kentucky this week. Yeah. That could um, be an interesting game. BYU at Boise State. Who's ranked? That's a great. Eight forty-five on a Friday. Like Twenty-three. But is Boise is a one is a? I'm saying it's a Friday night in Boise though. Yeah. yeah. Is a a win over one ranked team at number twenty-three enough? Probably no. probably not. Probably even not. if they go undefeated. The game that might cost him is the non-scheduled or the postponed game against Army. Yeah. B- BYU. Is that uh, no makeup game? Yeah. It game? says postponed still. So, so they're, gonna, they're uh, still no no makeup game as of now. They won't make that up because they're playing December twelfth still. Oh. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, because who do they play December twelfth? Yeah, but they have a bye week. They have a bye week. week right here. Yeah, right but here. does that line up with? I don't know. San Diego. That, that, yeah, that's the thing. It's, Hmm. San Diego State cost me points, so no, they're not getting it either. That was such a bad. That was so bad. That was like a 9:45 game. Yeah, over under was 50. Because Army's ranked, I didn't realize that. Yeah, actually, I don't of... think BYU. I mean, yeah, they're gonna continue to be in where they're at now, but I don't think they'll. Uh, Who? BYU. Army, or BYU. I think they'll go. I bet they go. I, I think the pressure's on Cincinnati. What I I think though was nice to see was that they performed like a top ten team versus crashing when the lights are on them and stuff. Like there's a lot of pressure on them now. Like I mean, we argued that that was supposed to be a game day game. Yeah. Yeah, and it should have been. Yeah. No, they they really showed me something. Didn't we discuss like Cincinnati folding with the lights on them now? Like being in the top ten, will they will they perform? Will they or is it just too much pressure to do that? And I thought it was, I was excited to see that. Very impressive win though. It was. It was very on the impressive. road. Pretty. I thought it was pretty good. I guess a really high powered offense, a team that's put up huge yeah. numbers this year. Yeah, and they shut them down. Yeah. What? Like you could just tell how frustrated, like right off the bat, how frustrated Shane was, like. Like, he, uh, there was a time, I think he just handed the ball off, though, and he just looked at the running back, like, hit the damn hole. Like, <laughs> dude. And, but the holes didn't stay open long enough. I don't know what he wanted him to do. Yeah. One one thing that uh, was unfortunate to see, um, Alabama rolling Tennessee but losing Jalen Waddle. Oh, yeah. Season. That sucks. He's just, I mean, you just hate it for college football. He's an electric player. You on know. a year where he probably could have opted out and still been a yeah. first-round draft pick. Well, he's not old enough. He's not Isn't old he? Now. He's only a sophomore. Yeah. He's only a sophomore? Yeah. Why did I think he was a junior? Yeah. Because he's good? Because <laughs> he's yeah. ridiculous. Because he's been dynamite since his freshman year. Yeah. Electric. Uh, yeah. But So it just sucks to see see things like that. I know they happen all the time, but it just sucks to see um, something yeah. like that happen. Yeah, it does. So I'm gonna read you these stats to this to say SMU game because yeah. it's kind of lopsided. I didn't think it was like this, but um, Cincinnati had 12 penalties for 126 yards, still won in a blowout. They had more turnovers. They had two fumbles lost to their one interception, still won in a blowout. And time of possession, SMU controlled the clock. Yeah. But like you gotta still, look at how, how many yards did SMU have total? 439 to 290. Both punted five times. Yeah, I think Cincinnati. total total plays for SMU, 85. 
Total plays for Cincinnati, 56. So how the hell? I'm going to have to go back and watch that game. Cause I just third, third downs. 7 yeah. for 13 for Cincinnati, 7 for 20 oh, for wow. SMU. Yeah. So they just moved the ball consistently is what happened there. But, I mean, like, that – I think it was a quarterback. He was just running all day. Yeah. Like, they only passed for, like, a, a little over 100 yards yeah, compared to 290. Game. Yeah. But he rushed for, like – did he rush for, like, three touchdowns? Um, 126 yards throwing for a touchdown, 13 for 21. And then he uh, ran the ball eight times for 179 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, as a quarterback. That's, and their running enough. back ran the ball 20 times for 105 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. Yeah, so, so what is they that They ran part? all over him. I mean, what's what's the average what yards was the per carry of- when you have – Eight rushes for 179. What was the time of possession? It was like 32 to minutes to 27. SMU to 27. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So just weird because if you if you were to look at this box score without you would say yardage, SMU won. You, you would think that SMU won that game. Or at game. least yeah. close, not 42 to 13. And how yeah. many turnovers? One to two. Two since, to one. Yeah. I think there were one, a few missed field goals in there too Jeez. for SMU. Yeah. Um, oh, just one missed field goal. There. Pick two six for three. So they, see, also, they also settled for field goals as well this game. I don't think Cincinnati did. Yeah, yeah, but just crazy. Um, something else that obviously we we probably gotta talk about the elephant in the room with Nebraska, right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, we did. Justin Fields was. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he was perfect because he threw an incompletion in the Can't end zone, say but that. it was the wide receiver. Not a perfect game. The wide receiver dropped it. Um, Dude, here's he what could, I'm gonna he say. He could have done much me. worse against air in practice. <laughs> like some quarterbacks do. Yeah, I mean, like, in in all seriousness, like. They, they didn't line up within 10 yards of any receiver. Not even yeah, within 10 yards. Yeah. And I know you're going to get – you don't want to get beat deep or whatever. You're already getting beat deep. You might as well line up closer. Yeah, I mean, you know, here, here's what I'll argue about some of the defense, right, as a as someone that knows how it feels to be outmatched because I was literally outmatched my whole life. But, like, you, there's definitely a cushion. Like, you know, I, I saw this guy was like, well, go up and jam them. Well – Here's the thing: if they're bigger or stronger or faster, like you know, either way, you're like you you try to find that even zone. Now they were giving them too much cushion, trying to keep that whole thing in front of you. They're still outmatched. You know what I'll I'll say from a Husker fan is you saw a little bit of progress, although the offense, what the hell happened? I don't know why your quarterbacks, your both quarterbacks basically are your one and two rushers, and. It, it, when you started down, how they didn't bring in any of the young guys and throw the ball downfield, try to do something. Like, you're not doing anything. You're not a downfield threat at all. Like, they didn't try to. It didn't look like. So the offense was frustrating, which is – I, I don't understand it, I guess. I thought from a defensive standpoint, like, at least they're flying around and hitting people. Obviously. <laughs> illegally. Illegally. Some of them. Whatever. Some, yeah. I mean, there's, there's whatever. But I mean, like, like I mean, you never want to see anybody get hurt off of one of those hits or whatever. But I don't think I've ever been upset at a player for a targeting as long as it didn't look. I have ridiculous. Yeah. On we, my team, we had a guy last year who had the six targetings, and every time he flew to the free safety, every time he flew to the ball, Mike, he's out. So I, 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 disagree, I, mean, I disagree with the offense thing, though. I, I felt like outside of Martinez fumbling. And, and McCaffrey, McCaffrey fumbling, I thought it looked to me, and I was with them, that Nebraska had no problem moving the football. Me too. I felt like it didn't matter if they wanted to throw it or not. I felt like Martinez missed a couple passes. Cade Warner missed a touchdown catch. I think he held on to the ball uh, a little too long. Yeah, maybe he – Yeah. And that's just, COVID, you know, yeah. first game or first whatever. First game. But 
I I felt like for Ohio State being the number three team in the country, Nebraska had no problem with moving the football. Yeah. Um, I thought Nebraska had no problem with stopping the run. Yeah. But they had no pressure on the pass. Yeah. And I think that hurt because you're already giving them cushion, and then you're giving them all day to throw. Yeah. And yeah. that was the problem. But I I thought Nebraska looked. I mean, it, better than what the I score. Say. I thought like, Martinez looked pretty again, good. Again, we were a high on Ohio State at the beginning of the season. Again, Nick and I I think picked them number one. Mm-hmm. Right. They came out and did what a number one team should do against an unranked questionable Nebraska team right they came out and won um what you know again like we've seen those you can't really judge an overall team's performance off of a first COVID game though like we've seen the craziest stuff happen this year and so is Nebraska really that bad is Ohio State really that good I guess week two week three week four we'll start to we'll find, find out. out if ohio state's good next week well yeah they play penn state and so we'll, we'll really start to see that or this week yeah yeah um martinez 12 for 15 though that's not bad I it's mean, not but like but they the, never did stretch the you know the field. Penalty, they did a lot under 100 yards and, yard, and the yards penalties passing. killed them what was his rushing yard killed a- 80 yards 86 and i think mccaffrey had like 70 something yeah but thing. but 40 that came out you were off run. of one play well, you yeah. need you need martinez to run yeah, you He's do. The X and I, I honestly, other than with Scott always saying I'm never going to use a two quarterback system, he's basically running a two quarterback system whether he wants to. But say it, it, or it not. almost cost him a couple times. What they got to do is they can't just uh, line up McCaffrey in the backfield because that's a hundred percent run. Yeah, they need to throw in some jump passes. But, or something but, but it's also unique. just like the jet sweeps with Wandale. They could easily do jet sweeps with McCaffrey and stuff like that. I guarantee you, he can catch the ball. So like my biggest, you can do my, other stuff. My biggest like, problem about all the play calls is why in the world do we take? They ha- it happened multiple times. Do we take McCaffrey off the bench and put him under center? Yeah. Yeah, and he fumbled. And then he fumbled. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, you don't run under center. Like, okay, maybe, maybe. Alabama doesn't even run under center. Why are we ever, that's about it. Yeah. Why are we ever running under center? Like, yeah. It's 2020. Yeah, I think, honestly, when they, without a couple of the guys not coming with them and traveling like Omar Manning and stuff, they really were concerned about the young guys, and they tried to keep the overall playbook conservative for the young guys because they didn't want it to get out of hand. Um yeah. And I think that's what it was. I think their play calling was just super conservative in what they wanted to do. They wanted to keep it in their 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 more experienced kids' hands so cuz they didn't want the, I I'm assuming even though the coaches will never admit it, they thought they were going to lose that game. The, the fact that we were tied at one point probably surprised the hell out of them. They're yeah. like, "Well, this was wasn't the, supposed uh, to happen." What was the score in the first quarter? Was Nebraska winning? 14 to 7 Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I think Ohio State just scored. So, but, yeah, they but, right. but if you remember, the score is 17 to 14. Nebraska's driving to score, and Martinez fumbles it, and they return it for a touchdown. That's how halftime ends. Yeah. yeah. So Nebraska was getting ready and to take a 21 to 17 lead. Ohio State got the ball. And yeah. Ohio State got the ball at the second half. So yeah. that that that's when I felt like it just swung, um, and that's when I was like, well, there goes some more money. But and uh, I mean like. I, I thought bad, I thought they played prior. better than expected. So, yeah, I definitely but. did. I I guess again, my only disappointment with the offense is I wanted them to get more of those young kids involved because yeah, I and, knew Omar wasn't traveling, so you still have Xavier, you still have some of these guys, and Wandale, like you know, probably your most pro- receiver, six well, for fifty. Yeah, I get that, but like, you only had a hundred yards passing at fifty of them. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's pretty decent, I, I guess. But we're, only having 100 yards. Was there an injury update on your tight end? 
No. Not that What's I know. his name? Stoli? Sto- what is it? Say Stoli. Oh, he's done. Did you see his leg? Yeah, I, didn't know, it, I didn't know what I it was. Frost be... is pretty tight-lipped on injuries, but and maybe he did, and I missed it yesterday. Um, but he, uh, dude, if you watch that live, like his, like his leg bent, like it's supposed to be like this, and it went like that. And yeah. So it was. I knew right when he got hit that was gonna hurt pretty bad, but. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it could be a fun season. I just if I was the coaches, like obviously you got to protect your young players yeah. to an extent too, and they're they're a young team. Jack Stoll, Jack. Yeah. Is he playing? Um, there's there's been no, no, nothing reported or no, anything. They, so Frost is super tight lipped about injuries. Um, Still. So let's yeah. let's flip the script and okay. talk a little bit about Ohio State. Okay. So um, Justin Fields was obviously impressive. Their right. whole team, like even that so freshman, they didn't have a running back. Justin Fields was the leading rusher with 54 yards. He he really didn't. Trey run. Sherman re- yeah. uh, led the uh, 55 yards. Yeah, that's not what it says on ESPN. Trey Sermon had 48 yards. First 54. What are you using? Oh, I mean, Google. I'm using ESPN. I guess you. <laughs> choose between ESPN. No, uh, but like their their receivers are so dang good. Like even that that one touchdown and it was everywhere. Like this acrobatic oh. catch. As a freshman. But so, as a freshman, like, what was the most impressive is if you watch receivers. it in slow motion. It, what? what? Two receivers. Uh, they had a receiver that had 129 yards, one that had 104 yards, and the next one had 13 yards. We're talking about that Everybody catch. Had one catch. No, we're talking oh, about the catch in the back the of the tight, end zone. I know, the, I know, but you said well, they're receivers. Well, like, that's as if two is receivers, yeah. right? Yeah, but you made it sound like all of the receivers. When really well, it was the just two that two. tore us apart. So. Only two that had like any more than well, one catch. You only need two for it to be receivers. Receivers is two. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, man. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways. Yes, both really good receivers. Garrett but, but that back that back end zone catch though, what was the most impressive thing about it for such a young kid was, and if you watch it in slow motion, wasn't that he got the foot down? That it's when he looked down and had enough common sense to bring his left leg up so it didn't touch before his right leg. Like he's the one that got hurt, right? Smith. Weird last name, Smith, Smith something. Um, Starts with an N. Man, I can't. I wouldn't be able to pronounce that. Yeah, I'm not going right. to try to pronounce yeah, it. I wouldn't. Jackson even. Smith. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a five star. See, I didn't see the catch. Like I was, I think I was. Me, me and Isaac, so you guys went to go get. I saw it. Dude, you I were, watched that. I saw you guys went to go check him at the hotel. Yeah, I was watching. Went to go what? Go check Shout out to Hulu. Oh yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> and me and Isaac saw it. Isaac grabs me. He's like, "Did he catch that?" Yeah. I'm like, I think he did. Yeah, it was a good catch, but I mean, their team overall looks good, just like we thought they would. I, they I mean, like someone that belongs in the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah, they did what they they did what Clemson did, they did what Alabama did, yeah, and, what they're supposed to do. And, and this week will really like, tell, like if they if they come out and work Penn State, like. So, we'll, we'll talk more about that game later. Think, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We we're good on the. Is game. there any other games you guys want to talk yeah. about? Let's, let's just I'll chill here. And I think that's all we got for this week. Well, that's going to do it here for us at Blind Rest Podcast. Don't forget to smash that like button. Hit the follow button. Don't forget to leave a comment. We appreciate them. Interact with us. We get back to I think we live on Facebook or any of the other platforms pretty um, consistently. So don't forget to comment, and we hope to see you guys soon. Later.